Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. Hi there. I'm Rabbi Matt Shapiro and welcome to Nurturing Light. What we're going to do in this podcast is we're going to approach the weekly Parsha through the lens of parenting. Parenting is hard. It's tough work. And we're blessed to have a tradition that offers us uh, a lot of wisdom each week for how we can live our lives. And we're going to see the sparks within the Parsha so that we can nurture the light within ourselves and within our kids. And I'm glad you're listening. I've been thinking about relationship and how to connect it this week. I had an encounter uh, just last night where with one of my kids... He was uh, not particularly eager to hear what I had to say to him about something. And we really weren't seeing eye to eye. And it took a little time for us to come back together. But eventually we got to a place where we were able to, to reconnect. And once we were, it, the relationship felt revivified. There was a sense that, okay, now we're back on the same page. But I was also thinking about how painful and difficult that can be when with someone who I love so deeply, someone who I really care about, that there's that gap. And that relationship dynamic is depicted in a really interesting way in an unexpected place in the Parsha this week. We get the, the blueprints this week for the, for the Mishkan, for the, the tabernacle, and then for the Ark that the Israelites carry through the desert. And we're told that what goes on top of the Ark is a depiction of these these cherubs, these kruvim, these angel-like creatures. And it's it's taught that they should confront each other, that they should be looking at each other when it's depicted. But then later on in the Tanakh, later on in the Bible and Chronicles, it says that the kruvim actually were facing away from each other, that, uh, that they were facing the walls of the temple when they were placed in there, which doesn't make any sense. And in the Talmud, it then teaches that this was because when Bnei Israel do God's will, when Bnei Israel are connected with God, the Kruvim are, are looking at each other. And when they're not, when the Bnei Israel are disconnected from God, the Kruvim are turned away from each other. That there is something indicative of the relationship um, in whether or not they're facing each other. And this is particularly interesting because in the Parsha, it's said that God's God teaches us from between the two kruvim, that literally God speaks to us through between the place um, where those two angelic creatures are facing each other. And I think this goes in two different directions. On the one hand, we can see it as diagnostic, that when we're not really in a good place with each other, here it's, you know, in the Talmud, it's talking about Bani Israel and God. Some other rabbis say that the kruvim are a depiction of a, a man and a wife, but I think we can also think about this as, as in any intimate relationship, and certainly a parent and a child have a have a, a close connection, to be sure, ideally at least, certainly mo- most of the time. And this sense that on the one hand, we can see it as descriptive. When we are disconnected from each other, we're not facing in the same direction, when we're more connected, we're we're facing each other, and that's where that's where divinity can emerge. When we're facing each other, that's where uh, Dvarad and I, the Word of God, some sense of holiness and connection can really come forth. And it also might be prescriptive. 
it's not just describing what happens, but it's recognizing that there will be moments in all of our relationships where there's disconnect. And so then the challenge is when we notice that we're facing void from each other, what are the ways in which we can turn once again to face each other? What do I need to reflect within myself? Last night I get with the child I have in mind, I get, I get stubborn. Like, no, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to have to, to cede any ground. He's significantly younger than me, but I don't want to have to give up ground, but I had to look within myself and say, okay, I can, I can turn towards him, which in turn then helps him turn towards me. And then that's once more where connection and holiness can come while also recognizing that that's not necessarily a permanent state of affairs that that will ebb and that will flow because we're we're humans and we're dynamic and we're imperfect and we shift and we change. But that as we do, hopefully we can remember that when we turn to the people who we love, when we turn to the people with whom we want to be close, that when we're lucky, if we're lucky, that's where holiness and connection can come. So I wish that, <laughs> I wish that for myself over the next few days. And I wish that for you as well. Thanks for listening. Hope to offer another one of these next week and in the weeks to come. Take care. Be well. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am, Los Angeles, go to TBA. LA.org.